0: What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Chris Lowe of ESPN outlined some of the biggest storylines for every SEC football team heading into spring practice. We'll run through some of those. Alabama sets a day for their spring game. Arkansas picks up a big time player from Georgia and much more. will go around the conference. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And what's up, everybody? I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's dive right into it. We teased it. Uh, Chris Lowe of ESPN has put out his SEC spring preview with some of the top storylines as well as some newcomers to watch for each team. So let's dive right into it. And We will start with the Alabama Crimson Tide. His stop, top storyline for the Tide. It's having a new O.C. in D.C. Tommy Reese coming in to run the offense and Kevin Steele coming in to run the defense. And, of course, a lot of that focus on the offense is going to be on the quarterback spot, Ty Simpson versus Jalen Milrow. But a little bit deeper than that, Kevin Steele's got to you know, find some playmakers to replace the likes of Will Anderson and others who are heading off to the NFL. And uh, Dallas Turner you know, could be that guy to step into that role and Really have a big impact on the defense. But, you know, for Alabama, not only the new coordinators, but who are going to be some of the new playmakers that step up. Certainly something to keep an eye on. Chris Lowe's newcomer to watch at Alabama, wide receiver Malik Benson, coming in from the JUCO ranks as a transfer, has everything to fill a void as a deep vertical threat. So keep an eye on Malik Benson, wide receiver at Alabama. Over at Arkansas, Lowe says the top storyline for them is having a fifth-year senior quarterback, a K.J. Jefferson, back. Can he make big strides once again? And what's he going to look like with a new offensive coordinator in Dan Enos? How will he use Jefferson, who passed for 2,600 yards, ran for 640 yards a year ago? Uh, Williams looking to strengthen a group that finished 124th nationally uh, a year ago. the, The defensive coordinator, he starts in here, Travis Williams, going to try to strengthen that defense, and to me, that is the bigger picture. Look, we know K.J. Jefferson's going to be good. We expect Dan Enos to call good plays, but to me, the bigger storyline at Arkansas is how does Travis Williams fix that defense that, like we were just saying, ranked 124th nationally a year ago in total defense, giving up almost, you know, 464 yards a game. Absolutely ridiculous. But one of the guys who can help, Chris Lill's newcomer to watch, Missouri transfer Trajan Jeffcoat, who comes in. Uh, as a nice addition as a defensive end slash pass rusher. Arkansas led the SEC with 42 sacks last year so uh, they'll transition from a three-man front to a 4-2-5 base and uh, Trajan Jeffcoat a guy who can get after it and try to get some sacks for the Hogs. Next up we got Auburn top storyline there of course Hugh Freeze coming back to the SEC and being Auburn's new head coach and doing a fine job so far but All eyes on that quarterback. Settling on a quarterback is going to be the main priority. And, of course, Robbie Ashford is in the driver's seat, started the last nine games a year ago. And it seems like he's going to fit O.C. Philip Montgomery's system well with a heavy dose of run-pass option plays. So, to me, all eyes on the quarterback. But I would also say in the trenches, too, Auburn bringing in some new pieces on offensive and defensive line. Let's see how they adapt because, you know, I think that could be a strength of theirs this year, whereas at times they lacked, um, particularly on the offensive side. Defensive side, of course, you lose Derek Hall and and others. But um, a newcomer to watch, Kentucky D-line transfer Justin Rogers. So good on the interior of that D-line for Kentucky last year. Now he comes to Auburn, 6'3", 330 pounds. He can help make a difference on that D-line for Auburn. Next up, LSU top storyline for them look they bring up bring back a lot particularly on the offense you get back Jaden daniels blossomed a year ago you got most of your offensive line back wide receivers but i'm keeping an eye on that defense you're gonna get mason smith back on the d-line remember he got hurt in the first quarter of the florida state opener last year and tore his acl and didn't play the rest of the year but To me, I'm keeping an eye on that secondary for LSU, too. They got a lot of retooling to do there, and Chris Lowe throws in newcomer to watch for LSU, Texas A&M transfer DB Denver Harris, as well as Syracuse DB Darian Chestnut, and Ohio State DB J.K. Johnson. All three of those guys, I mean, they got to find a way to, uh, or they got to find roles for them. Who's cornerback one? Who's cornerback two? Who's the nickelback? Seems like all those guys will play some kind of role this year. Next up, we head over to Mississippi State, where obviously, look, they're still kind of picking up the pieces from the passing of Mike Leach just a couple of months ago. Of course, they coached the bowl game, and Coach Arnett has done a good job so far. But what's that offense going to look like? You bring back a great veteran quarterback in, Will Rogers, already owned school records of over 10,600 passing yards, 82 touchdown passes. But you bring in OC Kevin Barbe, and the Bulldogs – Going to move away from that air raid offense and be a little bit more of a balanced offense with different groupings, motions, and shifts. Rodgers probably not going to throw as much as he has the last three years, but Barbe already hit it off with a senior quarterback, and they will be heading down a different road offensively. It's going to be fascinating to see what that looks like. And Another wrinkle, Chris Lowe says, Newcomer to watch. I feel like this isn't being talked about enough. Vanderbilt transfer quarterback Mike Wright coming into Mississippi State. I think, you know, that's such an asset. They could put certain packages in there. He's got tremendous running ability, but he can throw as well. I think Mississippi State can get very creative on offense and use some packages with Mike Wright. Uh, Lowe also says safety Isaac Smith could be an early contributor as a freshman for State. Over at Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin and company. Look, there's only one one storyline, one storyline only for Ole Miss. It's who the hell's their quarterback? Jackson Dart was the rebel starter last year but they got a full quarterback room now bringing in spencer sanders from oklahoma state walker howard from lsu sanders a four-year starter first team all big 12 in 2021 uh, uh howard's a former five-star recruit it's a quarter a crowded quarterback room and we should get some answers throughout the spring somebody should separate themselves and look if spencer sanders and jackson dart both look good well that's a good problem to have for ole miss And oh, by the way, Quinchon Jenkins is back. That guy's pretty good running the football. Newcomer to watch for Ole Miss. Chris Lowe says, it's DC Pete Golding. I mean, all the pieces we could talk about in the transfer portal, but nothing bigger than getting Pete Golding over from Alabama to come run the defense for Ole Miss. And we should see a more aggressive front than we've seen in recent years with the Rebels. So fascinating to see that one play out. And the last team from... The SEC West that we'll be keeping an eye on their storyline. It's that offense at Texas A&M. We got Connor Wegman back at quarterback. Anaya Smith decided to come back at wide receiver. Evan Stewart. But Bobby Petrino coming in as one of the better play callers in the business. And Jimbo's going to hand over those play calling duties to Bobby Petrino. What is it going to look like? How will it work? Can Jimbo sit back and let Petrino call the plays, run the offense? It'll be a really fun storyline to keep an eye on there in the spring in College Station. As for a newcomer to watch for the Aggies, Chris Lowe says, North Carolina DB Tony Grimes, former five-star recruit, played the past three years for the Tar Heels. He's coming into the transfer portal. And one other name to keep an eye on, this is the guy I've been hyping up, Ruben Owens, true freshman running back coming in. He is a bulldozer. I think uh, he's got a real chance to play as a freshman and make an impact in that Aggie backfield. All right, and there you have it. Those are the SEC West teams. We'll do the SEC East here in just a second. Reading Chris Lowe from ESPN, his SEC spring storylines as we head into spring ball for majority of the SEC. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. I want to remind you this episode is presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. We just hit the uh, NBA All-Star Week a couple weeks ago, and we're on the backstretch of the NBA season, and this is the perfect t- time to download the FanDuel app. It is America's number one sports book because new customers, they get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, uh, secure, and easy-to-use You can bet on everything from the money line to points scored and three-pointers drained. Whatever you want to bet on with the NBA, college hoops, all of it is up there for you at FanDuel. They even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. on here Locked On SEC, and we've been touching on a great piece up with uh, Chris Lowe, I think Harry Lyles also helped contribute to the piece, but previewing some of the SEC, the biggest storylines around the SEC is most teams are gearing up and heading into spring ball practice, some have already been in them, some are getting into it this week, others here in the next week or so, so uh, continuing on, jumping back into it. We had flip it over to the SEC East. Then we head on down, about as east as you can get, and then south a little bit as we head over to talk about the Florida Gators and Billy Napier heading into year two. And uh, corner Chris Lowe, top storyline for the Gators, finding fresh faces on that offensive line. You lose four starters, including Osiris Torrance. They hit the transfer portal. They acquired tackles Damian George from Alabama, Keontae Goodwin from Kentucky, Micah Mazuka from Baylor. You'll see a new look O-line for the Gators. Should feel confident in the abilities of offensive coordinator Rob Sale. O-line coach Darnell Stapleton. See if they can get this thing back on track. Some great running backs. ATN, obviously fantastic. And uh, what's that new quarterback going to look like? By the way, when we talk about Florida newcomer to watch, Chris Lowe says it's quarterback Graham Mertz transferring in from Wisconsin Expect he will beat out Jack Miller, but what will Graham Mertz look like? Not as talented, not as gifted as Anthony Richardson, but can he be more of a game manager and make the short, simple, easy throws and keep drives alive? He can only do that with a good offensive line, so going to be keeping an eye on that Florida O-line, how they develop. How about the national champs, the Georgia Bulldogs? Top storyline for them, it's replacing Stetson Bennett. Of course, uh, the back-to-back national championship winner navigated that offense oh so smoothly. And now it's between Richard junior Carson Beck and redshirt sophomore Brack Vandergriff. They appear to be the two competing for the job. Of course, Todd Munkin is gone, but Mike Bobo steps back in. Plenty of experience calling plays and was Georgia's OC back from 07 to 2014. Was an offensive analyst for the Bulldogs last year. So we'll see if he keeps much of the playbook the same from what Todd Bunkin was running, but Carson Beck versus Brock Vandergriff. Just like Obama, quarterback battle is one to watch. Newcomer to watch. How can you not go with the two receivers coming in from Mississippi State and Missouri respectively? Rara Thomas and Dominic Lovett. It'll be fascinating to see what they do with whoever's throwing them the football. Georgia gonna have a lot more receiving yards at that receiver spot this year, it feels like. Um, But look, they still got to find Brock Bowers and throw him a ton of balls because he is a freak. Running through the SEC East, we head on over to Kentucky where Mark Stoops is facing some good problems. You know, new quarterback in Devin Leary coming in. And by the way, that's Chris Lowe's newcomer to watch, Devin Leary transferring in from NC State season was cut short due to an injury. Had a monster 2021. But top storyline for Chris Lowe, who stands out in the running game? Kentucky's always run the ball pretty well in this Mark Stoops era. They had Chris Rodriguez, Lynn Bowden, Benny Snell, Boom Williams. This spring, we will see uh, Rodriguez's backup from the last couple of years, Juton McLean, going to get a lot of reps. He had 18 receptions out of the backfield in 2022. But Ray Davis transferring in from Vanderbilt. Davis was one of just four SEC rushers to break the 1,000-yard rush mark a year ago. So uh, good competition there, but we'll see who stands out and who maybe grabs that starting running back role for Kentucky coming out of the spring. Head on over to Missouri where Eli Drinkwitz and his team, they've been practicing a couple weeks now. Uh, Top storyline there, possible emergence of quarterback Jake Garcia. Of course, a lot of these storylines for a lot of these teams – comes Down to the quarterback, but uh, the Miami transfer is the only healthy, truly healthy quarterback for the Tigers right now. Brady Cook still recovering from surgery on a torn labrum. Sam Horn, of course, pitched on the baseball team and streamed that forearm a couple weeks ago. Should be back throwing at some point, but for now, Jake Garcia gets to showcase what he can do and you know prove that he deserves an opportunity moving forward. Newcomer to watch for Missouri, Chris Lowe says. It's the offense coordinator, Kirby Moore, coming in from Fresno State. Led the Bulldogs to the top offense in the Mountain West a year ago, averaging over 400 yards and 30 points a game. Missouri's offense really struggled last year. It was ranked 88th in the country. Defense played well at times, but the offense struggled to find consistency. Jake Garcia uh, going to have a chance here to show what he can do with Brady Cook out. Over in Columbia, we check in on Shane Beamer's crew as their top storyline, according to Chris Lowe. It's the team's depth at edge, edge rusher. Defensive end and depth. They lose Jordan Birch and Gilbert Edmond to the transfer portal. And now they're going to look to the likes of Terrell Dawkins, Tyreek Johnson, Jordan Strand, uh, Brian Thomas. Strand missed most of last season with a torn ACL. And... Uh, We'll see. We'll see who steps up for South Carolina, but they've got to get somebody who can rack up some sacks, some kind of edge rusher. Newcomer to watch, it's Nicholas Harbour. Big time recruit, 39th in ESPN's 300 uh, high school rankings. Chris Lowe says, not a stretch to say Harbour might be the best incoming athlete in all of college football. With a frame that has many expecting him to play either edge or tight end. Incredible speed. Nicholas Harbour, definitely a name to know watching South Carolina heading into next season. Over at Tennessee on a rocky top, their top storyline, again, comes back to quarterback Joe Milton coming into his third season with Tennessee, six-year in college football, and looked very good in the Orange Bowl. Incoming freshman Diko Iyama Liava is uh, coming with plenty of hype on the top quarterback recruits, but... It's expected Joe Milton will stave him off and Joe Milton will be the quarterback to replace Hendon Hooker this year on Rocky Top. Newcomer to watch for the Vols. Chris Lowe says it's offensive coordinator Joey Halsley. He said he should theoretically provide a seamless transition with Alex Golish leaving, heading off to uh, USF. But Halsey worked with Heupel for years now and he's developed him as a coach. So offense should be Very good with those two working hand-in-hand. And lastly, we check in on the Vanderbilt Commodores. What's their top storyline? Well, Chris Lowe says, will we see the necessary improvements to get Vandy back to bowl eligibility? Pretty interesting. Defensive back Jalen Mahoney saying earlier this week, the first spring practice this year, he compared it to last year. He said, we've improved a lot year over year. It's a lot faster a faster pace at practice. We know what's going on as players. We're not just on the field confused and stuff like that. If they continue to improve the pace, the will improve their win total. And uh, they won't be that easy, you know, penciling in a, a W on the schedule. A newcomer to watch, Chris Lowe says, cornerback Martel Height, Commodore's highest ranked recruit in the ESPN rankings, listed as the 25th best player from the state of Georgia. See what he does there at defensive back for Vandy. And there you have it. That is Chris Lowe's top storylines to keep an eye on from his ESPN article. And uh, I encourage you guys to go read it and read the entire thing. We just kind of skimmed through some of the bullets there, but uh, really, really good stuff. All right. Coming up next, we're going to go around the conference. Got some tidbits to hit on. That's coming your way next. All right, roll right along here, at locked on SEC. We got some other nuggets to touch on, football wise. So let's do it. Let's dive into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Takes the handle. Throws into the box. What a catch! Around the conference, and we head on over to Arkansas as Jaheem Singletary, former five-star cornerback from Georgia's elite 2022 recruiting class, played in three games for Georgia last year. Tuesday, Arkansas head coach Sam Pittman announced that Jaheem Singletary has signed on with the Razorbacks. Like I said, former five-star prospect, number five overall corner. Razorbacks defense, past defense was one of the worst in the country last year. And Singletary can come in and lock down one of those DB spots, going to be a big, big help and improvement for the Hogs heading into next year. So, shout out to... Uh, Arkansas picking up Jaheim Singletary from Georgia. Over in Tuscaloosa, Alabama has finalized their dates for spring ball. They will begin their spring practice on March 20th, and the annual A-Day spring game will take place Saturday, April 22nd. Of course, we'll get our first chance to watch this quarterback battle between Jalen Milro and Ty Simpson, and we'll get our first chance to see some of the big-time freshmen in this class, including five-star safety Caleb Downs five-star running back Justice Haynes, and uh, Eli Holstein, the four-star quarterback, coming in there. Again, mark your calendars, A-Day, 2 p.m. Central, on April 22nd. Over to LSU, Brian Kelly giving an update on LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors was arrested a couple weeks ago for illegally carrying a weapon down in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. Kelly affirmed to reporters there was internal discipline for Malik Neighbors, but he will not miss any game time for LSU, so that's good news for them. He uh, had a really nice sophomore season last year with 72 catches over 1,000 yards and three touchdowns. Outshined Kayshawn Booty, uh, who was supposed to be the go-to guy for LSU last year, so Malik Neighbors. Look, LSU opens with Florida State out there in Orlando. They could not afford Malik Neighbors to miss that game, so according to Brian Kelly, he will not miss over at Florida, they are expected to lose analyst Jamar Chaney. He is rumored to be named the next outside linebackers coach at Western Kentucky. Chaney coached and played at Mississippi State before he joined the Florida coaching staff in 2021. His official title was defensive analyst at Florida. Over at Mississippi State, he was the Bulldogs' senior defensive analyst. Played middle linebacker from Mississippi State. So he is on out of leaving the SEC. Some good news for Lane Kiffin's bunch over at Ole Miss. The Rebels added a prospect to their 2024 recruiting class. Three-star linebacker Fred Clark committed to the Rebels this week. Six-foot-two, 230 pounds, ranked the number 78th linebacker in the country, also ranked as the number 26th prospect out of the state of Mississippi. Timing's very good for the Rebels. They just lost a commitment from linebacker Jordan Lockhart, so now they pick up Fred Clark to come play linebacker for them in next year's class. Also, uh, report Ole Miss closing in on their vacant special teams uh, coordinator role. Arkansas State's Jake Schoenover is coming over. He will replace Marty Biagi, who is heading to Notre Dame. Schoenover spent one season at Arkansas State as their special teams coordinator, was at Kansas prior to that. And an SEC basketball nugget, of course, SEC tournaments going on. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's show. But, uh, of course, Kermit Davis was fired a couple weeks ago at Ole Miss. The leading candidate right now, Texas head coach, former Texas head coach, Chris Beard, who was fired from the Longhorns during the regular season, was alleged in a domestic assault case. According to Pete Thamel, Ole Miss and Chris Beard have spoken and are in the process of doing their due diligence to potentially hire him. Charges towards Chris Beard were dropped, but Texas still chose to fire him after just one and a half seasons there in Austin. Of course, had great success at Texas Tech where he took them to the Elite Eight and to the national title game in 2019. Be a big time hire for the Rebels if they're able to land Chris Beard. One more nugget, Will Wade, the former LSU head coach. He is being rumored to be in the mix for the head coach job at McNeese State. So Will Wade would head back to the state of Louisiana just on the western side of things uh, well wait of course was lsu's coach 2017 and 2022 was fired by lsu for cause amid an ncaa investigation and there you have it that is the latest news going on around the conference appreciate you guys for listening and thank you guys for making locked on sec your first listen every day make sure you go check out our brand new podcast locked On college basketball everything you need to know about college hoops all in one place here from some big name experts insiders coaches and players of course with the tournament coming up and all the bracket stuff happening this weekend you want to make sure you are tuned in to locked on college basketball available on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts i'm chris gordy this has been locked on sec or thanks to uh the uh, article from chris lowe from espn again I encourage all you guys to go check that out and read it really good stuff from him and uh harry lyles and uh that is going to do it that's it for today's locked on sec we'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here on locked on sec